0: It's a Ryman coming to you with another Broncos Country Blitz. Now that's the way to close out a preseason. Broncos beat the Rams at mile high 41 to nothing. And yeah, the game was mostly backups against backups. But you know what? The Broncos had to get some of their depth figured out. And a lot of players showed up big. And that was a fun game. I got a friend of mine that was texting me during the game. And he made the mention of the Broncos are outplaying the opponent's so well that the game's almost become boring. When's the last time I could imagine that? Now, I don't know if I'd agree that the game was boring. I enjoyed watching every second of that blowout, but I get I get his pun or his joke. It was nice to watch and nice to have that feeling where you could just sit back and go, wow, I can just kind of enjoy, kind of get to enjoy it. So it was a great game, a great way to close out the preseason, a great way to have Sean Payton's first game at Empower Field at Mile High, in front of the home crowd end, and the Rams, while they're still in a kind of a rebuilding mode, and they have questions in terms of depth like we do, I I didn't expect that. I didn't expect a forty-one to nothing shellacking, and they have Brett Ripon over on their side now. And you wanted him to even play well and show something, and boy, I mean, the Broncos just kind of didn't allow that to happen either. Uh, we we shut them down most of the night, and. Boy, like I said, that was just a fun time. Now, let's go over some of the people on offense and defense that didn't hurt their position, but at the same time, will they make the roster? Now, Jared Stenham, we know he's going to make the roster. He got paid the money in the offseason to come over to the Broncos. Played well last night. 17-28 for 236 and a touchdown. And a couple deep shots. Now, Mims might have helped him out on... His deep shot quite a bit. He adjusted to the ball and made that catch. That was a beautiful catch. But at the same time, that shows Marvin Mims can come in and be one of those receivers we need while we're dealing with all the issues at the wideout position. And Marvin Mims Jr., I mean, that's kind of what you were wanting to see from him is, is kind of a deep catch and then just kind of a possession catch. He gave us both of those last night, and that was great to see. Getting a little ahead of myself. Want to go back to the quarterbacks. Jared Stenham, as I said, played well, gave you the stats. Had a big touchdown to Albert O. We will get to Albert O a little later. I will try to stay on track here. You know, when it's 41 to nothing, you kind of want to talk about a lot of stuff. Now, Ben DiNucci came in, and he played well, too. He played well, too. I I don't know if the Broncos are going to keep three quarterbacks, though. I I think we have enough holes in terms of depth that we need to fill. I don't think it's going to happen. We'll see. Sean Payton in his post-game presser kind of indicated, yeah, we have some spots we need to fill. He wouldn't go into which ones, but clearly he has an idea of what we need to do. So we'll see what happens there. Jaleel McLaughlin. Such a great story. From someone that was sleeping in the back of his vehicle to now a rising star in the NFL, you just have to think it. Last night, 10 for 48 and a touchdown. Once again... Getting a first down when he had probably no business getting a first down, he pushes the pile for as little as he is, and he just finds the hole. He just finds the hole. He's got a nose for the football in terms of where him he needs to take it to get maximum yards out of per out of each carry or per carry, I should say. And I mean, man, I mean, he's got a roster spot. Okay, no way he's clearing waivers. But you've got to be kidding me after last night, the preseason he's put together. That he's not going to push for carries when the regular season starts, or at least a special package to get him involved. You've got to think with Sean Payton, there is talk of special packages to get him in the game right away. So that was great to watch. Now, now we'll get to the wide receivers. Got ahead of myself. Marvin Mims, two catches. Like I said, one more of a possession catch. And he, boy, he got pulled down by the face mask and personal foul and all that. That, you know, he. Tough, tough that out, that could have, that could have been something that was kind of aching the rest of the night, and obviously, as I said, he got the big catch from Jared Stenham, adjusted beautifully to get it. So, really, kind of what we needed to see with the Jerry Judy injury, Tim Patrick already out, we need someone to compliment Sutton because you know Sutton's going to get double cover when the regular season starts. Another one, little Jordan Humphrey, he had some great catches last night made sure to fight after the catch. And I think every receiver, watching last night especially, but every preseason game, they have all been told, you better be fighting for those extra yards after a catch. And, and basically, it's the little things like that that build a winning culture. And, and to be honest, the last couple of years, you can kind of look back. I kind of look back at some of the highlights. You know, a receiver would catch a ball, kind of go down easy. They'd go to the next next play. No, Sean Payton has put it in their head: you will fight for the extra yards, and we saw that last night, and especially with little Jordan Humphrey. We saw that Brandon Johnson. Now, he has been kind of back and forth. What would he? What role would he play with the wide receivers? Would we cut him? And he comes back, clears waivers. Ugh, I I don't know. I I I think after last night, he got a deep pass from Stenham that he caught beautifully between two defenders had a couple catches overall last night. I boy. I just think kind of the same thing. He had a deep catch and a possession catch. You got to think there's some way they sneak him onto the roster. He would probably be one that maybe they'll gamble see if he gets through waivers and come back on the practice squad. I boy. I don't know though. I don't know. I think you got to keep him. He has shown flashes. He showed some flashes. Last year we thought he was going to become something a little bigger, but Sean Payton has the way has a way of making players in terms of their talent, just bloom. And he knows how to get the best out of these guys. So you got to think maybe this year Brandon Johnson kind of steps up steps up like we were expecting him to. I mean, I certainly hope so. And now we got to go to Albert Ogilwego bomb. See, I tried to get it out right. I still butchered a little bit. Albert O, seven catches for 109 yards and a touchdown. Beautiful touchdown catch. Got wide open. In terms of the pass, Jared Stenham threw him for the touchdown. Got wide open. And he had beautiful catches all night long, whether it was, I mean, he used his hands. That, That was the thing. He used his hands, made sure to bring every ball in that came his direction. Had a diving catch, or I should say a sliding catch where he brought the ball in. I mean, he stretched out for every catch that he had. I know the big thing for him was blocking. It made him go all the way down, I think, to number five on the depth chart. But here it is. With Alberto. I was gonna wait till later to talk about this, but I'm gonna talk about it now. We don't keep Alberto on our roster. He's not gonna clear waivers, and I can guarantee you the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers all in the division all have an eye on him right now. So I know mathematically, going into the final preseason game, there's probably no way he was gonna make the roster. There were some rumblings that he was having really good practices. He was coming on the last couple of weeks, but was still down on the depth chart. I don't know how you don't keep him after last night, especially with the woes at wide receiver right now. He can still run plenty of positions in a 2 tight end package. He can probably run actually, honestly, some receiver routes as well, which he has done before. Uh, I, I actually think one of the ones last night was more of a receiver route. So let's see what happens. Boy, I like I said, I just don't know how you let him go after last night. Now on the defensive side of the ball, Elijah Garcia did nothing to hurt himself. I think he's got to be one of those guys that makes the roster. Had a fumble recovery. We'll we'll talk how here in a minute. But boy, you know, just played solid. And sometimes it's not the the end of the day stats. Did you get Did you get the push on the defensive line? Did you Did you help free someone else up to get pressure on the quarterback? And I mean, he he. Didn't do anything to hurt his case last night. I think he's got to make the roster. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to make the roster. And, and, you know, sometimes players get their chance, you know, or get their opportunity where where they finally get a, a chance to shine. Things click for him eventually. And, and I think this might be Elijah Garcia's year. And did nothing to hurt himself. Got a big fumble recovery last night as well. And we'll just go to that player he got the fumble recovery for. Drew Sanders, our big draft pick that, has been showing up in camp. And last night, man, came up big, ended up having a big interception for the Broncos. And really, I love what Sean Payton did at the end of the game. They're like, wow, Drew Sanders really came through, had a big game. Man, you know, had a had a handful of tackles and had an interception. And, and really, if you watch the game, he was in position for another interception during the game. And I guess he had one during practice, the joint practices as well between the Broncos and Rams. But I love Sean Payton. Always coaching up or always going, yeah, but it could have been better. Post game, mentioning right away, yeah, but he fumbled the ball. He has to make sure to retain possession through that entire process. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you had a big play, but you didn't finish it off. And I'm going to point that out. <laughs> you know, like, man, Sean Payton, you know, it may take longer to turn this thing around than we think. But, boy, you know, it's not going to be from a lack of effort and a lack of coaching and a lack of emphasizing the small things by Sean Payton. And going back to Elijah Garcia, he bailed Drew Sanders out. He ran all the way down after that interception. Drew Sanders fumbled it. He found a way to get that fumble recovery. Like, right there, hustle the effort. Elijah Garcia's got to be on the team as well. And the other one we got to talk about on defense, he's saying Bassey, another interception reading the quarterback's eyes, cutting off the route, getting the interception, had an interception in each preseason game. There's no way he's not making the roster. Now, the one knock on him is that he's more of a nickel guy. You know what? He's got a nose for the football. People that have a nose for the football find a way to make the football team. I think he was already locked up last preseason game, but he just put icing on the cake. That, that was so much fun to watch, and God, such a slick play. You know, his interception last night reminded me of like Champ Bailey or something like that, just cutting off the route like that, or PS2. I mean, you know, it just it's just what we need on defense. It fits Vance Joseph's scheme in terms of what he wants to do on defense, focus on sacks and takeaways, and he may not always have a top 10 defense in terms of the rankings, but the turnovers and the sacks, usually that's going to be the case, and he's saying Baxi, so he, he fits into that. Totally fits into that. So, the other thing we need to talk about as well is is the lines. The O-line, the D-line, both played solid. I I don't really have anyone to single out. They just played well as a unit last night. Uh, I mean, I already mentioned Garcia on the defensive line, but they both played solid. And you have to think some people really pushed for positions last night in terms of maybe making a case to make the roster. Or... Just coming back, after, after hopefully after they clear when they're waived and they can be brought back onto our practice squad. I think the one guy that we've been trying to see a little more out of is Aaron Patrick. He got a sack last night, and, and there's rumblings that he could be on the bubble. They might add him just in terms of what he can do from the linebacker position, can line up up front once in a while. Did get a sack last night. We'll see if that's enough to have him stay and keep a roster spot. The numbers are going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. The numbers are going to be tough. Like I've looked over it a few times going, well, you put this person in, but wait, that means this person is gone. And it's kind of that standpoint of it's a good problem to have. Like likely someone that we end up letting go will end up on another roster and have a significant role eventually. I mean, I feel like the Broncos have shown while there's some holes in some other areas in terms of depth, they they have some solid pieces. And Sean Payton has brought the best out of certain players that wasn't done prior to him coming in, and the result is we have some really tough decisions to make. But congrats to the O-line and D-line. Just played solid all night. You know, last night was a perfect example. The 41-0 shutout really went back to solid line play, too. I mean, you don't win in the trenches, you don't win games. We won on both sides of the ball in the trenches. We we blew out the Rams last night. Yes, preseason second and third teamers, but it's still important. Now, Brett Maher, I think he's won the kicking job. Sean Payton made the mention that he's in competition with all 31 other teams. There's seven specific competitions outside of the Broncos, one going on. You know, Sean Payton, no no secret his history of kickers. Your job is to make the kick. You don't make the kick, I'll find someone else that'll make the kick. After Brett Maher's questionable first preseason game, he has nailed everything without question, been straight down the middle for the most part, or, or if it wasn't straight down the middle, He clearly kicked it where he knew it was going to go inside the upright. Very calm, very smooth. So I think he's won the job for now. We'll see. It's kickers. Sean Payton can do whatever he wants. Riley Dixon, because we had such a good night, only had one punt. But you know what? It was a 60-yard punt. I don't think he did anything to hurt his position. Sean Payton, same thing, kind kind of was blowing some smoke his direction as well after a poor performance to start the preseason, but he's, He's solidified as well. I I think we're going to keep the kickers the way they are, but it's Sean Payton. Now, the big questions. Danucci. I don't think we're going to keep three quarterbacks. Will he clear waivers? I don't know. I just think we have enough pieces elsewhere that we need to keep certain individuals. I don't think we're going to keep three quarterbacks, and hopefully we get him back. But I don't think it'll be a secret how well he played this preseason. I mean, a lot of people actually preferred him over Stedham. Yeah, but Stedham got the money. He's got a little more of the arm. You know, it's just one of those things where that's probably going to win out. Probably going to win out. So will he clear waivers and we can get him back? Time will tell. Tony Jones Jr., not the fastest guy. Played solid at running back as well. Does he claim a roster spot or do we release him and see if we can get him back on the practice squad, sneak him back? We'll see. Solid guy. If, if we can get him back on the practice squad, I see us bringing him back. Uh, I think he showed enough. It's just McLaughlin had the had the Cinderella story this preseason. If he hadn't, Tony Jones might have easily gotten a roster spot. And the other one, Montrell Washington, who we brought in with so much hope, wanted to really be a, have him big in terms of punt return, kick return, maybe be kind of a scheme guy on offense. Pretty sure he's not going to make the team. Just didn't have a lot of opportunities. Ah, does he clear waivers and come back? I, I don't think there's enough notice on him. I think he would. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the other one I got to mention, fan favorite. We all know the story. During COVID year, played quarterback for us against the Saints. Ironically enough, you know now that we have Sean Payton and everything. Uh, Kendall Hinton. Really a fan favorite. Has looked really good in practice, but I don't know. The numbers game, the other receivers have a little more size. Have Some have a little more experience in Sean Payton's system and stepped up. Uh, it's been it's hinted that Callaway, even though he didn't show much in the preseason games, did a lot during the practices. I think Kendall Hinton's gone. I don't know if we bring him back. I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe if, if someone else doesn't pick him up and we have another injured receiver, we bring him back right away, but I don't know. I mean, I hope there's some way Kendall Hinton sticks around in some fashion, but boy, I don't know. He had a couple catches that were solid. He had one catch, even though there was a penalty didn't count, where he came back to the ball, stayed in bounds. He's just a fan favorite, but I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make the final roster, and I don't know if Sean Payton brings him back. Because Sean Payton has a history of Finding people from other teams that are cut and bringing them in, uh, you know, obviously it's 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 his program now. I mean, I, I'm sure he has no he he knows of course what Kendall Hinton did, uh, but you know, Sean Payton looks for certain types of players, and I don't know if Kendall Hinton kind of fits the mold quite the way some of the other receivers currently on the roster do, and some that may get cut from other teams. So hate to say that, but I don't know if Kendall Hinton will make it back. So we'll see as roster cuts happen. I'm sure I'll be back with you to talk about that. But really, overall, a solid performance 41 to nothing. I mean, preseason, yes, but home opener for Sean Payton. And the Broncos came out and just played well on both sides of the ball. And just other than kind of stalling a little bit, to start second half, just kept going up and down the field, adding points to the scoreboard. And the Broncos made history. I, I talked about the uniforms. Uh, the, the uniform schedule release and the Broncos come out last night for the first time in about 20 years to wear their whites at home. And like I said, I think that's a big Sean Payton thing. He did that a lot with the saints. You know what? You switch up the jerseys in terms of where, what you wear, where in terms of on the road or at home, you wear your whites at home, you wear them on the road. You Sometimes you wear your, your uh, specific color Jersey on the road. Sometimes you wear it at home. I, I kind of like that strategy. You know, i don't I don't know how much mindset goes into the players' minds in terms of well, this is our road, you know we're wearing this because we're in road conditions a little more hostile environment. Don't know if much of that goes into what the players are wearing in terms of the jersey, but Sean Payton will also kind of take take away that mindset and go, no, we're gonna kind of rotate the jerseys in and out as well. Uh, so you get used to wearing it whether we're you know 2,000 miles away from home or whether we're playing in front of the home fans. so kinda kind of neat that happened last night as well. I still keep hoping for those orange pants to go with the white tops. Kind of bring back that look from the seventies, but Hey, you know, I've, I've sent messages in and everything like that. Maybe one of these days, maybe when they redo the jerseys, because it sounds like they're going to, they'll, they'll add those in. Uh, but kind of neat to see them on the all whites at home last night. And, and just a fun game. Like I said, just a fun game. 41 to nothing. Everyone played well. There were so many positives out of the game that you kind you kind of just, it's something you wanted to see. You wanted to, Sean Payton and and Vance Joseph have mentioned it before, as well as a lot of the other coaches, Lombardi, all the other coaches on our staff. You want players in the final preseason game to make your decisions extremely difficult. (laughs) You can't say that didn't happen in this game. They have some tough choices to make, and the Broncos made it tough for them like they should. So congratulations to all the players that played last night. Real fun blowout. Yes, preseason, but real fun blowout over the Rams, 41 to nothing. Until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country. And on Twitter at ddcr underscore bcb.